0: It's a reprobate travel cast If you don't like it, you can kiss my ass, oh yeah
1: It's a reprobate travel cast If you don't like it, you can kiss my ass, oh yeah we're here episode four this is exciting shit guess where we are we're from we're broadcasting from one of the most beautiful places in the world columbus ohio wow this is a great place
2: it's a creative uh haven of uh artists here it's wonderful it'll get better this building's great too that we're in yeah yeah. how do you afford this this is amazing i mean the the architecture and everything it's just incredible did
1: you like the green room yeah. i had everything set up for you from your writer so it, it was fantastic it was great and the assistant is she still there
2: she, she left, left? She oh she
1: did. left okay uh, well we're here with uh, greg james greg james is a uh, photographer to the stars been all over the world upcoming director producer all around uh world traveling adventurer yep Yep, you can say that and a, f- a few other things if you want to keep going. I don't know the rest. I'll leave out for now. No, we'll get to them. No, I think. All right, all right. Now I've known you for years. You've been a photographer for a long time. I have, but let me let me just stop you for a minute because I got to tell you that I am a big fan. I,
2: I'm a closet, not closet, but back in the day when you were with MCTD, back in the you know the early early days when you and Jeff and Loftus and Larry. I mean, I remember you four and you just stood out to me so much. And you guys inspired me as an, not only, I mean, not to be a comedian because I'm not far from it, but as an artist in general, just watching you guys uh, when I was living in Columbus and going down, to, was it Ruby Tuesdays? Ruby Tuesdays.
1: We had a, uh, this was oh. years ago, we had a, an improv group. One of our guys actually is getting pretty big time, Michael Loftus, one yeah. of the founding members. He's yeah. doing all kinds of cool stuff in Hollywood. Yeah, he's awesome. And uh, the rest of us are pretty much a step away from being homeless. <laughs> so I don't know what happened, but, but but I just wanted to say, Jake. I you know I, I I just you know
2: I was a big fan of yours back then, and to see you now, to grow where you are, and I know you're doing really really well now. And uh, it's just an honor to be here. And I just wanted you to know, you inspired me back then. You and the boys.
1: Well, I'm glad to have you in here. I I've, I, I've had a lot a list of questions for you for a long time, right. and we never get to talk. Yes. Now. Years ago, I remember, you did a shoot with J-Lo. Oh, wow. We're going to talk about that? Okay. Can we talk about that for a minute? Because I thought that was yeah, pretty cool. everybody Yeah, t- everybody You know
2: how many times I talk about this a day, though? That's a lot.
1: But let me tell you something. Yeah. Guys dream of being paid yeah. to shoot J-Lo yeah. half naked. Yeah. Well, I saw her actually kind of,
2: yeah. You saw, saw her naked? I saw some things. I saw some, yeah. I got some... I How thought, did that unfold? How did you get that? She's not shy. I don't know if you noticed. She's not really insecure about her body and her... God bless her. Yeah. How I did know. you get the gig? Well, I have a friend who's an agent who um, actually... Um, there's a, there was a photographer that they wanted, and I happened to be friends of... Well, it's a photographer that used to sleep on my couch, actually, in Chicago when he was just starting out, and he really sucked. And I was a model at the time. This is going way back. So anyway, I knew this guy, and and he knew me. But we kind of, you know, drifted apart. And then uh, I have an agent friend who's a mutual friend of us, and he said, "Hey, you know, Sony needs a second photographer for this J Lo shoot." And I'm like, "J Lo, the actress? Because she wasn't really a singer yet. She was just this was her first uh, yeah. album on the 6th. And, and I said, uh, "Shit, I'll do it." And they said. You know, and he told me how much it paid, and I go, Hell yeah, I'll go to Miami for two days and shoot with this guy. So I was shooting 35. This is back in the film days. I don't know if you remember those days when they didn't have digital. I do. So I was shooting 35, and he was shooting the larger format. So he shot a lot slower, and I'm just like shooting like a madman because they wanted as many pictures as they could get. So two photographers is better than one. And it was just the most amazing two days ever. Boy, that would be just so and, awesome. Yeah. And and the weird thing is I almost got in a fight with Puff Daddy because I started taking pictures of them together. And I didn't know it was a secret that they were together before. It was like...
1: Oh, I got you. Well, you're a photographer.
2: I've seen so, you. You
1: just shoot. You, yeah, you I just shoot. And I thought, hey, shoot.
2: let me get some candid shots of these two lovebirds. You know, I mean, <laughs> this is like this is good stuff that they might want to have. Well, I wasn't thinking
1: that they were thinking. Maybe I was going to like. Slip and PD serious, uh, Puff Daddy's serious about that shit. I've yeah. read about him. He gets really mad. Oh yeah, and his manager Betty or J Lo's manager
2: Betty Medina, who she's been on again, off again, now on again with. He's he's uh, he's a tough cookie. He's 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 uh, you know. He's a pretty... Uh, yeah, he's a serious dude. Serious dude, yeah. And I, I'm like, as soon as they said something to me, I'm like, <laughs> I took the film, I like, here you go. Right. You want? How, here's the role. <laughs> what else do you want? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I wasn't messing around, because I was just a young photographer starting out. I knew this was going to be my big break, you know. Did you Did you tell him? look, don't get mad at me for... Yeah, she- no. No, I said, hey, I thought, you know, this is, you own all the film anyway, because I wasn't going to, but they thought maybe I could just slip it out.
1: Let me ask you this. Is she still just Jenny from the block? Um, I don't know. I think she's kind of what's? What do you mean by that? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was a song of hers. Yeah, still she Jenny became. From the block. She became.
2: She was. She was Jennifer Lopez. Then she's became, not
1: Jenny from the Block. She's a fucking superstar. Yeah, exactly. Now, did yeah. you? Uh, so you couldn't try to fuck her or anything because P Diddy was yeah, he was there the he, whole time. You know what? I'll be honest. She was. Uh,
2: um, yeah, they they were together, so she needed some really good makeup. She had the best makeup artist in the world who you know in the hair all all the people were the best of the best. So that was that was an amazing experience just working with the best of the best in the world at your profession like within that that realm.
1: Now you're living in LA now? Yeah, I have
2: a, I have a home there and I, I call when I'm home I'm vacationing because I'm on the road so much. Do you
1: shoot a lot of celebrities?
2: Not a lot. I I shoot a lot of working actors and people that have been in shit like yourself. Yeah, you. Uh,
1: I've shot with you before.
2: Yeah, I don't. You know, I haven't been uh, pursuing this. If I pursued it, I could actually get more. But I just haven't pursued it because I just feel
1: like. I well, you've know. got a lot of projects. You've got uh, yeah. movie money, uh, a film that you directed. Right. I think that's pretty awesome. Well, here's my here's my thing. I'm a, my true
2: love is independent films, like making films that either inspire people or make them laugh. Those mm-hmm. are my two. You know. Uh, genres that I like working in and uh, movie money basically I've been through hell and back living in Hollywood and all the horror stories that you hear about trying to make movies and dealing with the shysters that like William Morris and all these big agents you know all that shit those guys are they're 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 worse than what you hear about and you know the betrayals the people that I thought were my friends all that shit without going into too much dude I lived
1: out there yeah so
2: anyway with that said um, you know, making your own movies the way I want to go, screw Hollywood and, you know, dealing with trying to go through that system. I just want to make my own. Like a lot of people feel they have creative control, but so basically I'd been through so much crap. Are you allowed to swear? You yeah. To bleep it out. It's the internet. You can say whatever. Oh shit. Okay. So, I mean, I've been through so much in my life that, that I felt like I just need to get all this out. It's kind of, I call it theatrical therapy uh-huh. where I had to just fucking make something that just, you know got all this crap out of me and kind of just, you know, just took a big crap, really. So I made movie money, which is basically the tales of me uh, in Miami trying to raise money to make a real movie. That's awesome. So I brought Larry Ramey down, who... uh, We had him
1: on the show, Larry Ramey, yeah. He's a good
2: friend, and uh, he he actually came down to Miami, and uh, um, we thought, you know, it was going to be warm down there, but... It was cold. Yeah, we were wearing winter coats and, uh, you know... How often is it cold in Miami like that? No, it was a couple of years ago. Remember, they had that freak spell when all the oranges uh, yeah, died. Yeah. And it was just one of those freak things. Of course, the time I'm making a movie and I wanted Larry in a speedo. Uh, you know, I got Larry in a winter coat. And Larry's
1: not getting in the speedo if it's cold. And he's not. Yeah. And he's yeah. the the guy wears layers in the summertime.
2: Right. And he was wearing layers in Miami. So imagine, you know. How hot it's supposed to be down there, and he was in layers. But anyway, we had a good time. Uh We, we you know, I, I got a lot of crap out, and we have a pro. We had a, you
1: know. So it was like therapy to you to get all this oh, negativity. It, it, it,
2: nobody really understood. Like they watch it, and people either love it, like they say it's the funniest movie they ever seen, or they just like, oh, you know, he just made a reality movie of him, you know. Which yeah, we did. It is what it is, but you know at least i put something together and that's more than a lot of people can say and most people like to just talk about stuff you did it yeah yeah dude so.
1: that that's ballsy now you've been all over the world kind of you've been to asia you've been to south america yeah you've been to um, miami miami <laughs> you've, you've been to cleveland, <laughs> cleveland. i mean these yes. are some exotic beautiful places yes now all over europe all over Europe. Wow, you're pretty well traveled. You're actually. Yeah, I was in Milan this summer shooting some of the hottest models in uh, on the planet. Come I would imagine you probably get laid sometimes. You're a good looking uh, guy. You're I'm a past photographer. My prime. No, 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 listen. No, I'm I've read. Washed up. I read somewhere that women will that shoot with laid? a photographer. Oh. And they'll want to fuck the photographer, kind of like a dude that, that <laughs> tattoos a girl. She gets a tattoo, and then she wants to fuck the tattoo artist. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I'm telling you, I read it somewhere. I now. mean, I understand the photographer because he can get him places, but the tattoo artist, where's he gonna get you? Is it's a you sexual get? thing, really. To 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 put the ink staining the skin. Yeah, it's painful to the girl, but it's also rewarding for her because she feels like it's something artistic, oh. and she ends up wanting to fuck the the tattooer. Uh, so, I are you s- telling me you've never fucked? Uh, no, no, I don't want
2: to. I don't want to say I never have, but I, I don't like shitting where I eat. I, I love my reputation. I love what I do, and I don't ever want to endanger that. Or, you know, I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of weird about. You're that. professional. Yeah, I am. I like to think I am. I work hard at that. And when I look at a beautiful girl behind a camera, I really don't think sexual. I mean to a point of making
1: them i love beauty i'm uh-huh. so visual and i love beauty more than I you've mean, never had a girl say oh greg I, you know i really like shooting with you why don't you let me give you a blowjob
2: no it doesn't come out like that it doesn't there
1: i mean they kind of lead you on a little bit and you kind of can decide
2: if you want to like you know but i think i have integrity too much to, that's too bad i don't know i don't want i'm sorry like... to hear that <laughs> Some of the girls out there listening go, "Oh
1: yeah, let me on that
2: microphone. Let me me talk about my adventures."
1: Yeah, you live a life that a lot of guys wish they lived. Um, You know what? It's really weird. I hear that a lot. You do. You fly around the world. Yeah. You you photograph beautiful women. Oh,
2: I just got back from San Juan, Puerto Rico. I was there ten days. Now, tell me about San Juan. It's just—it's really some of the nicest beaches. And some of the most beautiful, uh, let me show you, I know the viewers can't see this, but can you describe, like, you know, that's what I'm doing on the beach, you know? Wow, it's
1: a beautiful woman in a bathing suit. Yeah, so I did a lot of, um, you know... I'm so lonely, Greg. Right, yeah. I really am. Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, I have tons of pictures, but... Yeah, I I look through your stuff and it's just like hot chick after hot chick. and I mean, these are... Yeah. The most beautiful woman on the women on the planet. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm really uh, fortunate that, you know, the agents trust me that, you know. <laughs> it's because you don't fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And then they ask me back because I hopefully take nice pictures and leave without, you know, damaging a relationship with the agency. So, I don't know. So, that's not very exciting. For That's not what people want to hear. But that's, I don't know. I love my job.
1: No, it's interesting. I, just, I, think. I love it.
2: I love it, and I love.
1: I well, I'm going to edit it so it sounds like you're fucking everybody. <laughs> so that'll be good. No worries, man. That's fine. <laughs> now, what brought you to uh, to Asia? What parts of Asia were you in, first of all?
2: Um, I kind of uh, been all over. I'm uh, uh, Thailand and Cambodia is my real uh, interest of going, just because I love the people there. You you haven't been. I have been. You have. I yeah. have too. I've spent, been to Cambodia. Yeah, I spent some time, and uh, I, I really, uh, to be honest with you, um, I'm, I, I really don't have any family left, and my grandma died last year, and or a couple years ago. So I I went to Cambodia over Christmas, and that's really been um, the most amazing thing I've ever did. Going there and learning about you know the people and what mm-hmm. they've been through with the killing fields and the Khmer Rouge and all all the, the you know the the terrible things that happened to them and. And seeing Anchor Watt and Sam Weaver yeah. just blew my world. Taking pictures, like, just every day, like, nonstop taking pictures. And it inspired me to take pictures of buildings for the first time in my life. But the people are so amazing. Um, they're, they just really touched me. So I actually adopted a little um, orphanage over Christmas and took them out. Like, 25 kids and six, wow. six Tuk-Tuks I took them out for. Uh, I don't really tell anybody this, but I just feel like, you know. It's not doing any good to keep this inside. I want people to know that right. you can make a difference with a few dollars. And you know what a dollar goes. Have you, You've been there, right? Sure. I went by accident. But yeah? yeah? I want to hear about that well, bit But anyway, I, I just feel like traveling over there um, just has changed my world. The way I look at things. I think every American should go to a third world country or Cambodia or somewhere and see what it's really like to appreciate what you have back here absolutely because coming back here now i feel like a zombie walking around because the the shit people worry about and talk about back here i i feel like i can't even like first
1: world problems yeah it's just they're not real problems i I saw stuff over there i saw poverty over there that you can't even describe to people because they don't they can't fathom it yeah like you think we got problems yeah but they've the thing I noticed about Cambodia is they're taking to freedom and liberty like a, a sponge soaking up water. I mean, yeah. they love it. Stuff's getting built now. Right. They're allowed to do things they were weren't allowed to do for years. That they're. they're um, yeah. I mean, it's growing and and uh, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's actually getting every year. Uh, they're they're you know building up more and
1: more. They're they're becoming. Uh, you know the city that sure that, yeah. I, I think that within the next few years it's going to be one of the hottest uh vacation spots absolutely in the world. absolutely people
2: are buying land right now i know i have friends actually that have bought some land and some amazing people that go over there and volunteer and do some amazing things over there so my heart's in cambodia i want to do uh i, I actually want to do a benefit for um you know the the kids but what i my what i really want to do is build an english school at mm-hmm. least at least one because if they don't learn english they don't have a chance in hell we don't we don't realize just you know how lucky we are just to yeah to english get a job. is the number and one if, business if, if language right on the planet. but if they don't get a, if they don't speak english they can't get a job in tourism uh-huh. and that's the only way they have out people don't realize that's the only way they can get
1: out of their of their little hole you know that they're in you know what I couldn't get around over there? What? The one thing that just I couldn't deal with is the showers. Oh. You don't have a shower. Oh, yeah. I don't know how nice of a place you were at. I was at like I 6 had... and $7 a night rooms, but I would have a hose. I was in $11 a night, but really? You had a hose? I had a hose. Oh, no. I had,
2: the... a sh- I had an okay shower. Did you? Oh, the water wasn't very hot. But, Dude, the water was ice cold. Yeah, they didn't really, they don't get the hot water thing yet. No. And the water, you don't, you know, it's not the best water, too. You gotta be careful because even when you get it in the food, you'll get the runs. I mean, I had, Dude, I had I, the runs ever. I, I mean, I hate to talk about this, but I never get the runs. And I was eating at nice restaurants because I wasn't taking chances. Yeah, but you could have ice in your drink. You could Exactly, exactly. Lettuce that had been washed off exactly. with the water. Exactly. They, they're, they're not washing everything with uh, purified I water. shit my pants. Yeah,
1: I was there. I was I was running around with some pretty, uh, yeah. Yeah, and pretty. Cambodian bathrooms aren't always the nicest. No, no. And the way they cook the food, wasn't that funny? You're outside in the middle of like, you know,
2: you're out in the middle of nowhere. Like, I, I parts of... Uh, were you in Sam Raper. I
1: was co uh Sohookneville uh, Oh wow You're in some, some uh, Yeah I was small. in some weird small. Oh. Uh, How did you end up Why didn't you go to the main city? Well I was going to It's a long story uh, Okay that's alright I landed in Bangkok, and it wasn't a civil war, but like some unrest went down between right. the red shirts and the yellow shirts. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So we went into Cambodia for oh. for safety. Oh wow!
2: For sa- Oh, right over the border. Yeah, they're having a lot of trouble now with the Thai-Cambodia border.
1: border. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of
2: uh, friction over that. The, there's. Fighting. I think they're going
1: to work it out, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Because they're both becoming, you know, they're both pretty modern now and and getting away from the. I don't think Cambodia wants to go to war with anybody at this point. You know, I don't, I don't think they can afford to. You know, no, they don't have, have no. So, but I, I liked it. I'll go back. Yeah, really? But yeah, oh, because I was hearing rumors. You really had such like every bad thing that could happen to a person happened to me. Wow, like and that's a whole another interview. That's yeah. Tomorrow thing. I'm going to have my buddy in. I think. Please tomorrow. don't take up my time talking about. No, you. well, I got a million other questions for you. <laughs> uh, now. South America. Uh, oh, wow. That's a great
2: place. Where were you in South America? You know, uh, I was in Buenos Aires. Buenos well, Aires. I hear often awesome. Yeah, you know, that is a great place that I don't hear enough people talking about going to. Good um, food, good people. The, you know, your money, you get three three to one. I mean, you know. Uh, the exchange rate. The exchange rate's really good for us. It's like, you know, and you get the best steaks and beef yeah. in the world. And you go to these restaurants... And they you know it's a third world country right uh-huh. but the restaurants and everything are just so incredibly nice and the food is incredible and you know and everybody goes to eat late they get out you know how like at 10 o'clock and, and the waiters, the waiters, the waitresses don't chase you out. So you get a table for the night you don't have to worry. They're not trying to turn the tables on you. You know how you go out and you're like, yeah. Oh, you eat your food and you're like, you got to get the hell out and you just want to talk. And right. You know, the waiters are pissed off cause they're not turning tables, making money. They don't give a shit about money. They care about you having a good night and you know, having a good time and
1: you know, it's a cultural,
2: yeah, it's a cultural thing. So that That's really cool. You get a whole different feeling coming from LA where it's just like it's all about who you know, who's sitting at what table and that. Down there it's just totally you can relax, nobody gives a shit, everybody's just having a good time. Were the ladies friendly? Very friendly. Did you get laid? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> you don't... You really... Your, your memory's fuzzy well, on some honestly, the ladies... Argentina women, I don't know if you know this, Jake, are the most beautiful women in the world. Because Dude, I love South America. you got, got a mix but. of Latin and Europe, and that's what... You know, that's where they're all, you know... So, yeah, they're... they're and they're very smart. So you're telling
0: me you don't very remember smart. if you got
2: laid? Um... Yeah, I can't remember. I like <laughs> All right, I know what that means.
1: I can take a hint.
2: I think it was like, yeah, I was a photographer at the time, so I was like, I was shooting pig. No, um, you were. I don't shooting know what this. that means. <laughs> no, but that's that's just a great place for people to go. If you can get down there, you can live really cheap, and uh, it's a good place to learn Spanish. Like they have a lot of tutors that won't cost you a lot of money to. You know, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, because I mean, the best way to learn—I still want to learn Spanish. I don't know about you. Oh,
1: hell yeah! I mean, I just—I keep waiting and waiting. I'm like, I, I took mentioned. Spanish one like four times. Really? And I never. Yeah, I'm, I'm I know "Cuanto cuesto para el boro, which wow. means "How much for the donkey." Wow! <laughs> and I don't know, like, how's that going to come in handy? <laughs> when are you going to use that phrase? Mm. You no. never know. You never know. <laughs> when <laughs> when yeah, you, your car when breaks down. Yeah, Cuanto I mean, cuesto like, para el burro? <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God you have that phrase ready. <laughs> Especially in like the uh, remote places you go to, you're not hanging out in the city. You're uh, No, I, you know. I like to get off the beaten path. Yeah, I, I don't know. like the tourist. That's why crap. You, you better like hang on to that phrase. That donkey might come and handy. me. <laughs> you're paying eleven dollars a night for a hotel in Cambodia. Right. Yeah,
2: it's kind of a. It's like not a hotel. It's like a guest house. Right. They they don't have hotels. Well, just so the the people know that when you go over there, it's not. It's
1: not what a hotel. what were you paying in Buenos Aires? Buenos
2: Aires, uh, that's really cheap, too. That's uh, That was a few years ago that I was there. It was like five, six years ago. So um, I don't remember. It was cheap,
1: though. Like 20 bucks
2: a night? Yeah, like no more that. than yeah. that. Definitely no more than that.
1: The food was cheap, too? Oh, my
2: God. Cheap and great. Incredible. The best steak you've ever had. I've read that. It's hard to come back here and have a steak. I can't eat these chain restaurants that people are like, hey, let's go to Applebee's <laughs> yeah, and get yeah. a steak. You know, I'm like, no, I can't eat Not shit. after Buenos Aires. No,
1: hell no. And they have different sauces than we do here, too. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of different sauces. But, yeah, I can't eat steak unless it's, like, like really good stuff, you
1: know. See, farming. I think it'd be fun to take the train through Mexico, South America, all the way down to Brazil. Wouldn't that oh. be a trip? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you well, feel you gotta, safe? you got to go through, you said Central America, right? Sure. you got to stop along the way. Be careful in Nicaragua, though, right? Well, I, there's uh, the Darien Gap. Which is a space between Tell me about that. North and South America. Very dangerous. Uh-huh. Gorillas everywhere. People get kidnapped all the time. Right. Uh, it's crazy. But so you wouldn't stop to use the bathroom driving through there? Or just well, going. no. It's it's you're on a boat basically oh, a boat. going through. Oh, it's a gap. A oh, so there's water. River. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And there's tribes that live there. Right. And I've read about people going through, but it's very dangerous for gringos. But I would do it if you would do it. I'm not a pussy. Uh- <laughs>
2: I think I'm a pussy. I don't know. I I got more to lose than you. That's true. I really, I got more stuff going right now.
1: You do, you do, you do. I got nothing, man, but I'm working on it. (laughs) I'll catch up with you eventually. (laughs) I'm just kidding, man. Um, so any travel stories stand out in your mind? Um, travel stories that stand out in my mind. Um, best best travel story ever. Oh, God. You've been all over the world. I'm sure you picked up a couple... Yeah. You know,
2: I, I should have prepared for this. I just kind of...
1: I'll tell you one of mine and maybe... Yeah, we'll let's hear something. one of yours. Maybe I'm be. in Cambodia and I didn't bring a lot of clothes. I thought I'll just buy clothes there. Right. Which is bonehead because Cambodians are like 5'2 and 100 pounds. Right. So I'm walking around. It looks like I've been shopping in the Baby Gap or, or like the the girls department. <laughs> and I've got... And I've been drinking it. I've lost a lot of weight since, but I was heavier at the time. Right. And I was this big fat guy in little baby clothes, hanging out at the bar, just creeping out chicks. <laughs> it was awful. It was humiliating. Where were you? Uh, I was in. Where the, we we found a market. Cambodia. Yeah, we we're we, not creeping out chicks. There's no. You're a foreigner, <laughs> right? But there's <laughs> like, no like. They love you. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really have any luck. I was. I. I was really hitting on these. Um, like european backpacker chicks oh those girls are hardcore yeah but those there were like, some beautiful girls that, i know but they're, that's like that's tough that's a tough i don't care not to cry they were so hot i couldn't help it yeah they are <clears throat> and but yeah i just uh i really looked like a douchebag for for days and you people wonder why i left like every bad thing that could have happened did wow uh, but so, is, wow. Has the, do you have any horror stories, or or maybe um, horror horror or embarrassment?
2: Horror. Uh, I do. I'm just not prepared like I should be. You know, so many things happen to me, and I just kind of like so many horror things happen, and I just block them out, kind of like my childhood. <laughs> well,
1: how about something cool that happened? Or, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know this. This is not going to be real exciting if I don't like talk about the I can edit things. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Oh, I edit the fuck out of these things. Okay. Man. Yeah. Don't let this thing run on. Um, wow. It makes me sound like I really know what the fuck I'm doing in an interview too, because I'm just like boom, boom, <laughs> boom. When there's like hours of dead space, nobody knows about it's
2: <laughs> beautiful. Oh, there's so much cool stuff that's happened to me. We were doing so well to you really just kind of favorite city hit me for the reason we're here. Favorite city in the world. Um, Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a huge, uh, I'm huge into the arts, and Gaudi is like one of my favorite um, artists. Um, The guy's
1: just freaking amazing.
2: You know where I really want to go is Colombia. I want to I go down to
1: Colombia. Why Colombia? The cocaine?
2: No, they got they they have the most beautiful people in the world down there. The beautiful. See,
1: that's economies. how I feel about Brazil. Yeah,
2: but Colombia is supposed to be better
1: than Brazil. Really? Yeah.
2: What? Well, in what way? I don't know. Well, Brazil's kind of dangerous. You can't go down there by yourself. Colombia's not dangerous? Well, in certain parts. I mean, you don't want to go to Bogota or, you know, like the big cities. But, no, I, I hear it's a, I hear it's a lot safer than uh, Brazil. Hmm. But that's just what I hear. Who knows who's talking?
1: Yeah, we're still getting 1,400. I'll go with you when you go to Brazil, though. I'll go to Brazil.
2: Where, though? Where you and I'll,
1: I'll wear, and I'll get a Brazilian what? shape. Yeah. Brazilian wax for the trip. Really? Yeah.
2: That's awesome. We got to see pictures
1: of that. And I'll wear a uh, speedo on the beach. Really? A little green one with the the Brazilian the little globe. And
2: the... That's 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 hot. Yeah. I mean, you'll fit right in though. Oh. You're not going to stand out.
1: Not at, at all. all. A pasty white big nosed <laughs> Yeah. I look like a mess. <laughs> <laughs> They'd come and arrest me. <laughs> I'd be the one guy they wouldn't kidnap. <laughs> hey, nobody's gonna pay for what that. What does he have
2: that we want?
1: <laughs> Nothing. I mean
2: nobody's gonna pay a ransom. Nobody's to gonna pay guy. for that dude. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs>
1: Throw him back. They'll
2: be like, Why are you caught why are you bothering us? You're wasting my cell minutes.
1: Uh what's next for Greg James?
2: Uh what's next? Like the immediate or in the near future what's innovative? your next
1: project where are you going next when you go into l.a what are well, you going to be doing there
2: um yeah I'm, I'm going to new york uh oh i manage uh, a few uh, really big models from ohio yeah that are young um uh, yeah girls and uh and guys um you know i i discovered the the guy who was the hollister campaign model last summer that was on the big when you walk into the store that was
1: one of your guys from here yeah
2: yeah, And two girls. I got one girl with Trump models and one girl with IMG models that are both from here. Young girls, still teenagers. Wow. That are really with doing really well. Like, doing big, big stuff. And they're from here. So, I cultivate and scout and find uh, young, you know, talent and help them, you know, get into the big time. Because it's not that easy, you know. I mean, it's one thing to have the look. Um you know, it's not like acting. Modeling's pretty cut or dry. So, right. if they have the look, but a lot of people don't know what that is. So, I, I know when I see something, and then I can, I have the contacts, and you know, help uh, create little monsters. That's cool. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. It's kind of a hobby. What's the name of your? I don't room? have any kids, so these are my kids. You know, they're. I take. I, I look at them as they're. You know, my kids, and I take care of them, and try to, you know, mentor them, and do everything like a parent, but.
1: What's the name of that website uh what website you the website where we can see pictures of oh greg james dot com dot com everybody check that out
2: yep yeah.
1: um and um,
2: yeah
1: yeah well, we've run through every question and I still feel like we've not learned anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I went through 10 questions? I'm just like the worst interview I still had. don't know shit about you. This it's is, awesome. This is the
2: worst interview. No, it's
1: great. I like it cuz uh, oh, it's, it's it's challenging and it's fun. Yeah. Cuz I know you have all this cool shit and Yeah, uh, and I'm not bringing it out. I'm
2: kind yeah. of freezing up.
1: Well, I'm we can have of, you back anytime you want. I, I just
2: I don't know. I thought it was going to be in like more of a I don't know a spectacular place to, to hey what do, do you this. mean this is nice it's it's good but i, I was you know it's not <laughs> it's not hollywood it's not hollywood and i was hoping for hollywood it brings more out of me when now are you planning on going back to cambodia soon um trying to raise some money um this is separate from the movie money but um i i have a really nice lady who um she's a um um uh, physical therapist that she was over there, and uh, I'm going to team up with her because she's uh, um, wanting to do what I want to do: go over there and open up a school. Uh-huh. So yeah, I plan on going over this summer and trying to find the right people that will teach and sweet, and uh, we'll raise money and try to get the school open. That's really actually something I really want to do, really bad. And people give me a lot a hard time. It's mostly people that haven't traveled or been out of America. Right. Like, why do you want to go over there and help people when you could? help people right here in America, because I'm like... And I say to them, because we don't know how good we got it. Even when we think people got it bad, it's they true. got it better than those people. And, you know, so I don't know. That's just my cause. That's my
1: place. Um, everybody has their own... Well, and they've been through so much. They so much. Really, and I learned the history. <clears throat> there's I, orphan kids over there. Yeah. that Their parents and, and stuff were killed. Well, millions... And, yeah, millions of Cambodians were were killed by their
2: own people right, right? because you know they the, uh, it's a big long story i don't want to get into it now but it's 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 just a crazy thing that happened over there and it wasn't that long ago no it wasn't it was like <clears throat> 30 40 years ago not even it was like the 70s or something it was wasn't the it? 70s yeah yeah so i mean remember that movie killing Fields? and it came out like when i, was I didn't kid. see it no and i didn't either and i'm like what the hell's that all about i just the, the Killing rouge Fields. yeah yeah Kilmer Rouge, and it's like until I went over there, and got you know I went to the actual places where they were killed. I met a guy who uh, oh that was really cool meeting the old man uh, who's still alive who survived. The, yeah, uh, he was he was at the uh, he fought the yeah he what's that he fought against uh, the Khmer Rouge or uh, no this guy was actually a prisoner they they held him prisoner in this school they took like an old. Um, school for kids and they turned it into a prison. Wow. Right in Elm fan uh, And then uh, they, uh, this guy survived because he knew how to type so they had him type for him. He had a special skill that they wanted to keep him alive for. So he just, he, he tells this horror story of all, well, everyone he saw coming in and oh my know, God. being killed as they were coming in. And I mean, they just like, they would take people up to the killing fields and dig a hole and just like they blindfold them, take them up by a truck and then just push them in and shoot them and just throw them in a hole and then bury them up. You know, I mean, there's just horrible things. Like you wouldn't even, you couldn't even believe what they did with babies. They had like a baby. I ain't even talking about this, but it's it's what happened. It's real. Yeah, it's, they took babies and they had a tree that they showed the tree that they used to swing smack the babies, the
1: babies up against the tree. And yeah, kill them. I mean, yeah. I mean and, that
2: they've been through so. That was the most sobering Christmas. I did that on Christmas. I learned about all that.
1: Yeah. So you were in Phnom Pen. Yeah, Phnom Penh. Phnom Penh is where the killing fields are. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. Don't I know. went down from... Stacks seeing... higher than you of human skulls. They still have them there, yeah. I mean, it's... It, but it, it, some of the things I noticed, the country still hasn't got all the way back. We were in the middle no. of the jungle, literally. Yeah. We were out there. I don't yeah. know how the hell... It was with John Wilson. This guy, dude, let's get... On a tuk tuk and you just go Wow Fucking we're in the middle of nowhere. Monkeys oh, that's crazy. and crazy. It was awesome. But there was um I remember seeing a village, I guess you'd call it a village. Nobody had roofs. They would dig bamboo poles in the ground and, and tie a sheet of plastic overhead. Right. And they lived under the sheet of plastic. Right. This is where they lived. Like you were The shit in this little village. If you had a Huffy bike, people were like, wow, this guy's got it. That's so funny you're saying this right now because that was my – I talked to
2: a friend I met in Miami from Vancouver. He said – tell me he used to – he builds homes in Vancouver. Uh He takes his vacations going over there and building homes for them. Like just putting up – like what you said, building shacks for them. But it's like luxury homes for them. They they have nothing. So he told me that. He goes, you got to go over there and build homes for them. I'm like, I don't know how to build homes. I don't even, you know, I don't even know how to build a, you know, card house. But I'm just saying, he was telling me about this. So when I went over there, I had the intentions like, hey, I'm going to build homes, buy the stuff. And he goes, they'll help you. Don't worry. That's what I went over there with the intentions of. But I didn't end up doing that. I ended up, you know... Taking them out for Christmas dinner to the carnival. I took these kids, twenty-five kids from the orphanage, out. That's awesome. Christmas Eve to this carnival. They've never seen any rides or anything. They had like bumper cars. They had bounce houses. They must have been flipping out. Flip the shit out. I had two kids holding my hand that wouldn't even go play because they're looking at me like, "Who are you?" You're like, you know, they thought I was like Jesus or something. Yeah. And it it was just, I'll never forget. That's the most amazing. I, my life changed from there on because there's nothing better for 200 bucks spending for all these kids to eat like a barbecue chicken that they've never had right and then they're out you know riding these cars and bouncing around and i videotaped the whole thing and it's the most amazing video and i plan on using it to you know get the charity going sure. so i can get over there but it's the most amazing i thing. mean these
1: people have nothing nothing. I mean, nothing
2: and i had 200 bucks and it it took it, uh, that supported, I mean, that um, got me, uh, or, or that got 25 kids to have a Christmas Eve. And they weren't going to do shit on Christmas.
1: Right. I mean, they're, you know. Well, you and I leaders, were talking but, about how when you go to a place like this, it, it gives you perspective, it changes, it, it spiritually makes you grow. Yeah yeah I can't explain it other I than, can't either. I'm a different person. you really have to go to f- yeah. to find out,
2: yeah and it's like I'm not one of those people that like can go somewhere and not be affected. I'm very sensitive, and stuff like that affects me, and a lot of people I know they go and they just come back and they're like they're back to normal like how do you like go over there and see that shit and then go and back it, to your daily life like I'm on a mission now to go back and I want to build a school. I don't care my name's to it. I just want to make sure I support the teachers that teach these kids because how much do you think we'd need to open a school over there? Uh, he told me 1500 to open it, but then you got to maintain it by paying the teachers. But not that much. Not that much. I think I kind of I figured, you know, if they make if they make like $100 a week, that's a lot. Right. So it's 400 a month times 12. So for 5 grand you can keep a school going for a year by paying one teacher. Uh uh-huh. You know, if you have one, te- like a small school, so it depends how many teachers. But hundred bucks a week—that's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah,
1: that's great. Yeah, and they're not. You know, and it, and it would be, and it would save a lot of lives because these kids have no shot otherwise. You know.
2: Yeah, I know. I keep. Yeah, I just keep thinking about that all the time. Yeah, I, I don't I'll,
1: know why I'm so affected by
2: that place. It's just to me, it's you know, it's there's just, something about it when you get there. You well, feel well, and different. they've been through so much. You know, when you've been through so much shit, like even. As a kid, I, you know, you see kids have been through sure. so much, and they grow up, and it's like they're, they have this special thing about them. There's something different about them. They've been through so much, and they survived, and that's how they are. The Cambodian people are, people are just so, yeah, sweet and so kind, and and uh, I don't know,
1: not all of them.
2: I mean, but you know, for the most part, as a culture, there.
1: And okay. we fucked that place up because what, yeah. what we would do was we would we would bomb Vietnam during the Vietnam right. War, and then our pilots would fly over Cambodia yeah. and dump all their extra ammunition. So they it. were yeah they were dumping mines, bombs. Yeah. To this day, people Cambodians will be walking through the jungle and boom, hitting mines. Yeah, I really? I, I saw a lot of guys with missing legs and stuff. Um, yeah, that would come up and talk to me, and and, and I
2: can't help but give them money.
1: Yeah. And
2: it's like, even if they're, like, you know, getting a lot of money, I'm like, they can never get enough money to, like... You know what I mean? I always would give them money. Well, so I'm like, you're walking around like
1: that. It's and our dollar's me. so strong there, I mean... And they use our dollar. Isn't that the weird thing? They do. They have their own money, but there's U.S. dollars. U.S. dollars spend Isn't everywhere. crazy? I mean, 75 cents for a draft beer... My hotel room was like eight or nine bucks tops, I think. Yeah. And I was staying not at the nicest places, but right. whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, Roach is as big as my foot. <laughs> uh, it was uh, <laughs> it was crazy. But, uh, yeah, I, I would go back. Yeah, I guess can, I would go back.
2: Yeah, it's tough, though. I, I wouldn't go by myself. I like to go with... I mean, I would, but I'd rather go with somebody. It's really nice to have somebody with you. It is. I befriended some monks over there. That was cool. Yeah. You got to watch out. There's some... Monks that aren't really monks. I mean, everything over there is kind of. You got to be careful. With yeah, it. yeah. Because even you know, I even gave some money to some monks walking around, like you know, looking for money. And I was like, oh, I gave them some money. And then my buddy said, why'd you give them money? He goes because they, they were asking. He goes, monks don't ask for money. I'm like, oh, really? Fake monks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're fake. monks, no, but that's how bad it is. But you can't hate them. You can't hate any of them for trying. No. Because they're trying to they're survive. Desperate. We are just trying to live a little bit better of a luxurious life.
1: Now, than... I, I would see monks pull out cell phones. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> That'd be like, you know, I grew up in Amish country here, so that kind of freaks me out, too. Seeing the Amish with cell phones. Yeah. Because you know they hide those things. Like An Amish the... guy on a treadmill. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? That's something ain't right
2: here. Yeah, I grew up in Amish country. You knew that. It no. Was, I grew up at the heart of Amish. I was the only non-Amish in Holmes County, like the... Has the largest population. They're cracking down on the Amish.
1: Yeah. They don't want people living off the grid now. Yeah. So they're they're making it tough on those people. But you know that's really
2: sad because you know the Amish have the lowest
1: cancer rate of anybody. You know? That's because they eat food that isn't processed and, and they drink the milk out of the teat. So you know some, they're doing our something food's like so it. full of chemicals. Shit, right? Chemicals? It's, yeah, it's not good, man. No,
2: it's not. And people make fun of me when I say, "Oh, I'm eating organic or this." Or Dude, that. I'm, I'm getting there. I mean, well, well I mean, I'm not there and... totally either. But when I eat organic, I do feel better, and it tastes better. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. My friend Jay, the farmer, uh, comedian... I know Jay. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. I love him to death, but he'll just shake his head about organic. When I bring up the word organic, he's like... He wonder why. I don't know. I, I never really asked him. I just I just know that he just thinks it's a... Well, I know. I lost
1: shit. so much weight in Cambodia. Oh, yeah. Not only was I sweating all day right. and just losing pounds that way, but the right. food was... Uh, cleaner and, and healthier, and it yeah. was hard not to eat healthy there, I found. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. When the flies aren't
2: all over it. So. No, that didn't bother me. <laughs> what about those insects? I was like... Did you see those crazy, like... They dude. Eat, like, these crispy insects and things? <laughs> that they, they have a little guy pushing... This might have been in Thailand, not Cambodia, but they have... Like,
1: no, I saw them in in, in in Cambodia? Both. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that wild? I saw a dude selling... Crickets, yeah. Crickets are like a delicacy. And I'm with this crazy dude we met on the bus, Jean from uh, <laughs> Switzerland or Sweden or somewhere, and he's like, Jean, Jean,
2: not John,
1: Jean. Jean. Jean, Jean, fucking crazy Jean. Mm. So he buys these crickets, and I'm like, dude, you're not gonna eat the. Yeah, starts eating, just munching on these crickets. He said they're good. I said, you kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating no cricket. Would in Rome, oh, order the chicken, because I'm not eating crickets, man. No. Hey, speaking of Rome, my favorite city. You've been there? I
2: said Barcelona, yeah, and I didn't get enough of it. I'm just one of those guys, when I get around ruins, I just go nuts. Like Angkor Wat and, and uh, Did Cambodia you get pictures of the Roman ruins? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, that was in the film days when I was there, so I got a lot of film. Which is cool, because I, I really like having that on film, like the black and white, you know, you know, the old shots of the calls, typical shit that people see, but I got it on film, black and white film. And, you know, I just don't shoot film anymore. So, but I, nobody does, huh? No. Well, actually, no, there's, there's photographers that refuse to go digital. I think film looks better. Doesn't it? it I mean, I don't think you can tell. People can't tell with the naked eye.
1: Oh, we have a caller on the line. Oh, we do? Yeah. Hello, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. You took my picture in uh nineteen eighty four.
2: Oh my god. Is and it? I was wearing uh What were you wearing? It was the negligee. Oh, no, my god, no. Do you ever think about me, Greg? No, I don't I don't do negligees. I'm touching myself, right
1: Get no. off the phone, lady. Hang I on. I either water. do fashion or nudes, I don't go in between. Sorry. Oh, hang on, we That's got we got another call here.
0: Hello, uh Greg uh Jim? Uh yeah. N- this uh, Coco from Cambodia. You take me to Ferris wheel, and it was a good time. I want to thank you for taking me to amusement park.
1: Man, that's nice. Uh, Do Coco. you remember him? Yeah, Coco. So, yeah. Hey, how how is it in Cambodia? But, uh, it is very good. Uh, we
0: have a uh, ride in the uh, tuk tuk. Now, Greg. You come back, I give you a happy ending tug-tug. Oh, no, listen. No. Hey,
1: you know, hang up on him. I
2: thought that was Coco. And he
1: would never, I ever don't know. mention I'm that. I'm sorry tragedy. about that. That don't was know.
2: a fa- that was a fake call. <laughs> that definitely was not real. Coco would not expect a happy ending. Sorry, man. It's all right. He's a cool dude. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He called all the way from Cambodia. Whoa, well, yeah. I That's
1: mean, expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where he got the... Uh, Are we, do we got... Hang on. My producer tells me we have another caller. We do. Yeah, this Greg games. Yeah. You shot some pictures of my wife, motherfucker, and I saw that some of them was nude. You did not have permission to do this. When I find you, I'm going to whoop your ass. Oh You'll make me a hoe. Oh, my God. Dude, what was that about? I don't know. Why'd you let that guy... Don't you screen Sorry. these calls? Yeah, no. We don't have a... My guy doesn't screen them. Oh, my God. That guy's...
2: God, he doesn't know where we are at. I got to get the hell out Sorry of here. Sorry about that. Oh, I can't
1: post on Facebook where I'm going anymore. <laughs> nope, he'll be waiting. So that uh, that's about it. We've, that's it? Yeah, well, we have got done an hour and 16 and a half minutes. Yeah, but we didn't really talk about shit. Really. We'll have a good 20-minute chunk we in didn't there. didn't talk about any good adventures I had with... Uh... Wow. Hey, I was in Denmark this past summer.
2: Get the fuck out I of I was here. in Copenhagen. I was Tell stayed, me about that. I stayed at the nicest hostel... Uh, it's ranked number one in Europe.
1: Actually. Did you split a room in the hospital or did you have your own room in the hospital? No, I split. It's cheaper. How much cheaper. was it? Denmark, by the way, is like twice as much as here. It's
2: so freaking expensive. It's really beautiful, though. The women were beautiful? Oh my gosh, yeah. <coughs> Danish people are really beautiful in general, they get a lot of models from Denmark.
1: Now, do these women, do they fuck Americans? Do you think you could get them into bed? I, I kind of felt like they
2: they don't really care about yeah. being an American anymore. It's like, we're not... We're like, douchebags now. Well, yeah, we used to be like this uh, special, you know, thing, like whenever we traveled. Like, oh, Amer- I mean, in Asia, obviously, every American... Well, going is. to war with the entire planet... Yeah. Gets people Trump, upset with you. Yeah, iPhone. yeah, but... You know, they should realize we were protecting them, too, but we won't get into that. Right. Well, I don't but know. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it's really weird. And you know what I... You know, speaking of traveling just in general, for you Americans out there that are proud to be Americans, I'm, I'm proud to be an American... Well, I'm Canadian, but I'm still proud to be an American... North America. North American. But don't be wearing your flags and... Be, right. Like, don't be, like, talking loud about... You know, America rules and it's so much better in America. And Right. Americans are so... I know this is, like, kind of something we hear a lot, but it's true. We are assholes. We're, but, but it's, like, that's crazy, especially in the world we're in now. You don't want people to know you're over there being a douchebag American. You give us
1: all a bad name. Well, and not only that, it's, like, there's
2: terrorists everywhere, too. Not to be afraid, but you don't have to be extra stupid to, like, you know like just shout out hey hey over here you know usa baby yeah so anyway i don't know it's just ridiculous how many americans they're so proud to be like in that country or wherever they're at do you know what i mean but, uh, yeah and they have to speak english so everybody knows their english and i'm mm-hmm. like and, they, and i can just tell when they're looking at me and speaking english in a coffee shop they want me because they know i'm american and i'm like right. i just act like i'm like i don't even know what the hell you're- I, just need I act like I'm Mexican. I don't want to talk to anybody, and they think you want to talk to them because you're from America. Hey, we have something in common. We're from America, really? I don't.
1: Yeah, think so. I came here to not talk to other exactly. Americans, so. Anyway,
2: thanks. I just want to make that point. You can cut that
1: out. Well, uh, I have a list of uh, this yeah. is this is from 2010. Oh, okay. But uh, yes. n- news, this, in 2010, news, Newsweek had the 10 best countries in the world. Yeah. Where do you think America landed in the top 10? Uh, seven. All right, I'll give you the rundown. Number yeah. 10, Denmark. 10? Number 10. Wow. 9, Japan. 8, Netherlands. Wow. 7, Canada. Yeah. 6, Norway. 5, Luxembourg. Wow. I thought Luxembourg... That's a little, tiny, little I'm country. I'm so stupid. I thought Luxembourg was a city in Germany. I thought it was no, Luxembourg, Germany. No, no. it's a Germany. tiny little country. It's like near that. Germany? Not, Why did I think it was... It's very close to Germany, yeah. Uh, then comes Australia, number 4 Mm-hmm. Where do you think we are in the top three? uh three three sweden wow two switzerland number one finland, finland number one wow we're not even in the top ten. Four. what was that list uh these were the best countries in the world according to education health quality of life e- oh oh yeah no, economic no. oh
2: i knew we weren't in the top ten on that finland's no.
1: number one finland
2: no shit
1: can you imagine can you imagine living in finland I hear the Finns are very cold people. Yeah, well, they're like the Russians. Anywhere cold, they're going to, you know, you, come up, you become a product of your environment wherever you live. You know that. Don't you? That's why the Brazilian girls are always, like, scantily dressed and fun and, you know, in the warm weather where they're free. And I'm these... not sure. Let's go find out. I Dude, want I will that. go. I want to prove that. Well, listen, I'm going to
2: South Africa in April for two weeks. I, I hear great
1: this. things about that. Loftus went. Yeah, he told me.
2: I didn't hear any stories, but I saw He said he enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'm going to Johannesburg in Cape Town, uh doing a workshop there with uh, actors workshop? Yep, with a big casting director, really big guy from LA. So it's kind of a big deal. And I'm dealing with some really big people Well I do we gotta do some sort of trip together. Well you can tag along on that. I'm going if you wanna go in April for two weeks, so you should you should go along. Well uh it's only fifteen hundred dollar plane ticket. Yeah, I mean I mean I wonder how then, much a
1: room is down there.
2: Um it's around fifty bucks a night. It's not- south
1: Am- South American women are beautiful. Oh no, I'm talking about South Africa or South African. I mean, are they beautiful? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and they have uh, a hot accent, and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I, a hot I hear I hear really good things about South America, Africa, whatever. Okay, it's, what's the difference, really? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a huge difference. Just a little body of water. No, South Africa, uh, and I've heard it from more than one person beautiful women uh cute accent that sounds like australia too though yeah I all hear- these places yeah.
2: yeah i wish i could sit here and tell you about australia because that's one place i really wish i would have been by now i'll you don't, go don't you? you fuck yeah i'll go with you new let's zealand go, hey let's take let's take this on the road and go to australia i want to go all the way around the globe and then can we shoot it so people
1: can get the podcast and see the video too? yeah i mean i'm into can whatever do yeah do you know how to do that no I can just we, think we shoot it, you post it on YouTube, and I'll post my shit where I... also oh, we'll so have, they'll have to, like, simultaneously... No. Press, but no. no, I mean, you could yeah. edit it a different way, and we can have, like... Oh, you mean have, the like, podcast, they'll hear us talking on the, on the video. Yeah. But they're not just going to get the video without the sound. Right, well, they could download just the sound from iTunes, or right? they could watch the video on youtube and, and hear it through the or video. maybe they'll be listening to my thing and go wow they posted this on youtube i'd like to see what's going on there right and they could tune they in could do the both both at the same time not at the same time i don't think unless oh. we somehow simulcast it i don't know how we would do that oh it can be done well you you, you up to we, i would leave it up to you to figure that shit out that would be cool because that way people could kind of see who we're talking to and everybody i met i mean i met so many interesting people yeah. in cambodia right. yeah, like the the tourists were interesting the locals were interesting right the cops were i like everybody i met literally was like a story no believe me you're speaking
2: you're preaching so, to the choir I, i'm with you on that but let's let's uh let's talk about that let's talk about that maybe you can do comedy too like if we go to places like south africa and australia where they speak would, English, yeah. why wouldn't they let you into the club to tear it up
1: doing some comedy i'll show those motherfuckers how to do some well, fucking maybe, funny you know pay for the trip i would do I'll, it i'll do some pictures well uh this was uh greg james uh check out greg james yeah check out photos and if you have a uh maybe you know a young girl who wants to be an actress uh send them greg james or, as a, well. model, or a model or a model or something right. well but they got to be like five nine to six foot though and, uh, yeah, so you can. And then
2: we'll actually have them go through you first. You screen them. The
1: old casting couch. You, well, I don't know. About I that. like it. <laughs> I like the way you think.
2: Well, I'm just, you know. Thanks I, take care, I take care of my friend.
1: I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming in, Greg James. We'll have you back.
2: Hey, thank you. Really?
1: Yeah. Think uh, of some travel stories. All right. And we'll have you back, maybe with another guest, and we could do a round table. Yeah, we'll I, I, I'm sorry. I haven't been sleeping. No, very it's well. cool. I've been working a lot. I, I appreciate it because I, I know you were busy today. Yeah. So. Yeah. We got. Uh, when do you go back to
2: LA? Um, I don't go for another week. I got to go to New York after this. Sweet. All right. Yeah. We'll come back in. Yeah. We'll be right back, folks. J
0: Lo, please don't say no. That would make me feel so shitty. J Lo, please don't say no. I'll make you forget all about P. Diddy. Jenny, Jenny from the block. Get down on your knees and suck my. Jenny, if you want my respect, then you got to fuck me instead of that douchebin that fleck. J-Lo, please don't say no That wouldn't make me feel so shitty J-Lo, please don't say no Make you forget all about
1: P. Diddy That's it. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to add me on Twitter under the name MojoCat1973. That's MojoCat1973. Tune in later this week. I've got a couple really funny guests. I have Bob, everybody's favorite, uh, Bob Cook coming back in. And I have John Wilson. Oh, boy. I'm not looking forward to that but because uh, I think I'm going to get a ball busting. So... Buckle up, because it should be a bumpy ride. We will see you soon. Safe travels. Smoke weed.